Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Woff. Um, so <laughs> after a two-week layover, and that has nothing to do with the uh, most recent East Coast storm that's been pounding them the last, I don't know, 36 hours, right? Something like that? Yeah, 24, man. 36 it's hours. getting crushed by the Nor'easter. Yeah. yeah. Nor'easter. Nor'easter. Yeah, man. And there's a few of us that are out there. My friend Brent, who I've talked about on the show before, his uh, in the in regards to his brother Blake, who plays for Lana Del Rey, he's actually back home. He's from Long Island, so he's visiting his folks. He was out there for a couple of Rangers games, and he was going to go to the Henrik Lundqvist retirement jersey retirement at the you know at, at Madison Square Garden. But no joke, a thousand dollars starting price, and those were face value. Those weren't even like third party tickets. Yeah. Um, everybody who is a hockey fan um, that, that aren't hockey fans know, don't know that Henrik Lundqvist was a longtime New York Ranger and uh, unfortunately never changed, he had a chance to uh, take him to the Stanley Cup. He took him to the finals, but the Kings beat them. Sad for them. He also anyway. started Lundqvist coffee drops or uh, cough drops. <laughs> That's not true. His family did. Uh, he's actually a really cool guy. He's been doing a lot of on-air stuff. He's a super knowledgeable guy. Nice guy. Anyway, so Brent's back out there and he posted some stuff and, you know, walking around and it's just this, it's just this white painting of snow everywhere on top of roofs, on the streets, unplowed. When he went up for his walk, it was all unplowed at that point. And it was, it was like a, a scene out of Home Alone. Anyway, I think Shannon Sprout and her family got a taste of this too, but they're all good. <laughs> We're such a California kid, so we don't ever hear about this. Snow day apparently works for your job too. And so she had a snow day um, from her job. Oh yeah. When I told you that snowstorm, like, like literally Charlotte just shut down. There was nothing open because they don't, they don't have enough equipment. They don't have equipment there to snow to plow. So if it right. snows like that, they just close the whole city down. Fucking it's like Armageddon. <laughs> you gotta run, you gotta go and buy all your groceries and buy all the water. You can, you know, it's just like fucking, it's like, you know, for, so I, I can only imagine like when people were hoarding toilet paper and water during COVID, it was like, that's like a fucking, it's like a nor'easter <laughs> for us. We don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, nor'easter for us is like, holy shit, it's going to get to 40 tonight. <laughs> it's going to get to 40. Holy shit, man. Freezing. I was like, I, that was my big thing so, last night. I was found some extra socks. <laughs> right. So, but I kept, I kept looking at seeing when it was going to drop below 40, but it just stayed 40 the whole night. <laughs> Everybody there's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> 40. <laughs> Stupid. That's uh, long underwear. We, we, we delayed the recording tonight. The recording this on Sunday. Um, we had to wait for some football to end. Because I'm working from home today, and obviously my job is tied to the football game being played this evening. So I had to wait for that to kind of wrap up before we can get on the mic. Fun game. Yeah. Anyway, you guys know, if you, this is going to be our sports talk right here. <laughs> We're going to keep it short. Rams won, if you don't know. Ding. I mean, if you give a crap, you already know. So, And if you don't give a crap, then you're waiting for us to stop talking about it. So. Sure. Yeah. So we'll stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Didn't talk about this last time. I talked about it with you and right after we, uh, after I did not like a first pass through with, with editing. That's been delayed, by the way. Let me get to that real quick. <laughs> Busy. Yeah, definitely the business got me to the edit late, but then I had uh, a big problem with the compatibility of my new Mac and the software and it fucking corrupted. Not only corrupt my project that I was editing, but it corrupted the media. And I had fortunately still had 
the the buffer because we do this when we use this thing called clean feed we've talked about before goes through chrome or, or a different browser depending on you know what computer you're on or if you're using whatever mobile device you're using i use chrome when i'm recording this through the mini fortunately it still had the buffer of all the media from us recording because clean feed you can record also but i stopped doing that because i found that the backups were getting screwed up and the idea was to do to let it buffer out and then re- hit the record or hit the save button. It would save everything and buffered out. But when, early on when you were on the road, it was difficult to ensure that it was working properly. And it was affecting our overall performance of clean feed because the buffer would hit reach a certain point and a warning would come on. So I stopped recording it that way and just let it kind of build up on a drive that's built into my machine. Anyway, I'll, long story short, uh, <laughs> um, I was able to save it and and uh, I'm putting some stuff together right now. It's going to be on Thursday. Um, Patreon is going to get probably like 10 minutes extra on the front of their part one because this is, this is a great conversation. It's a two-parter. And uh, so they'll get a little bit more juice there. It's a fun little thing, warm up to the intro. And it kind of, it's kind of when we're kind of getting familiar. I'm getting familiar with voice and we're kind of doing some setups and everything. So it's it's a fun little thing. But this is a great episode of the three guests that we had on. It's probably the most, I don't want to say technical, but, you know, can I geek out a little bit? <laughs> I should say, I, I, did, we, did we talk about last time who was on? No, you're blowing it. You're burying the lead. I'm friend. blowing it. You are. There it is. I'll, I, I believe that person's name. <laughs> anyway, we're getting a little nerdy. You share why the two of you get along so well on set. You can hear the rapport that you two have. And, and anybody that's, that knows you or knows this person, <laughs> but doesn't know the other one can definitely hear the, the agreeable professional relationship you guys have. So it's, it's cool. And it's, oh yeah, man, it's fun. It's, it certainly is a good one. So good that I, we both have already been talking about bringing this person on for some additional fun uh, in the future. We said that about Derek, but Derek was always, Derek wants to come on, just talk movies, which is, is cool. And uh, I kind of think of like with, with Graf though, Graf's is like a hall of famer. Right. That's why it wasn't really a filmnesia or even a normal interview. That was us mostly like nerding out over. Yeah. The guy's been a powerhouse in the business that we've been, we've looked up to since we were teenagers. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. He's actually, uh, as I understand it, he is in the book of Boba Fett. That is true. It hasn't been a desirable show. Mandalorian was a lot of fun, but there, I don't know, there's something about this new thing where just. I haven't, dude, I haven't watched anything for anything. <laughs> but months. Yellow Jackets was, yeah, where I was going was Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets on Showtime, if you haven't seen it yet, fuck. It's so good. And I don't want to give anything away, so I won't talk about it too much. It's like, if it's, it's definitely a fun show. And honestly, get into it before somebody ruins it for you. I still have four more episodes to get through, but the cast on both sides of it are really good. The adult and the teenage side of it. And that's all I'll say about it. Uh, we saw Scream. I think, did I talk about that before? No, I didn't because no, I, did we not. hadn't recorded. No. Uh, we saw Scream. It was... Um, Half-assed? No. I really, really enjoyed it. The more I thought about it, the more I really enjoyed it. By the way, I've talked about this kid before. <laughs> Everybody knows how much I love Booksmart, right? Yes, everybody knows. And right now, you know, I got people going, look at Booksmart again with this guy. Mario's fucking cringing. He's just shut, he just shut us off. (laughs) 
Somewhere Mario has just unplugged. <laughs> uh, Mason Gooding, who is in, he's in the new Scream playing uh, Randy Meeks. <sighs> Jamie Kennedy's nephew. I didn't know the, I didn't know Mason's name when I saw Booksmart, even after, you know, seeing it like a dozen times or whatever it's been. I never knew that uh, his last name. He is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s kid. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s kid? Yeah. And I didn't know that. And then in hindsight, I'm like going, why didn't I know that? It's like he has that charisma that you don't see it too much before Jerry Maguire, but you, but then after that, you're realizing, oh, that's just who the dude is. Oh, I love radio, um, man. One of the best movies. I, I love radio, too. Two, I'm just kidding. I've never seen it. Uh, <laughs> but I've seen this right going I thought we were doing a bit, so I kept it going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just didn't want anybody to get too excited about it because uh, they're like, what? <laughs> turn down, turn down the radio is what I'm going to say. <laughs> anyway. I'm a big fan of bo but Boat Trip, though. <laughs> Speaking of cringe, I don't think of it. I like I turn. I don't think you can see the trailer for that all the way through. You just see the, the one sheet and you're like, good God, why is that a thing? Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. It's like, Ooh. I can't believe it. There, there are things I can recall. It's so weird. Like there, yeah. it is a thing without ever having it been a thing. Weirdly enough. <laughs> Navy Diver starring Cuba Gooding and Robert De Niro. <laughs> dude, that's such a weird movie. We can dude. just list can... a whole bunch of movies we've never seen starring Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you see the trailer for the first time, I'm like, wait, he's a diver? Wait, why is... See, at that point, because De, De Niro already started doing that transition and snow dogs. And, you know, but no, but did, when you agree, De Niro started doing that transition into that whole meet the parents portion of his career. And it's like, you can't go backwards, dude. It's like the Irishman. You can't go backwards with this kind of stuff. You've already crossed over into that plane of this is who you are now. You're playing the, you know, you're, you're playing the father or the grandfather. You're like bad grandpa. Again, you're paying that guy. You can't go back to the serious stuff. You just can't. And quite honestly, I'm not so sure the movie's very serious. Right. I just want to see him from here on out, just play every role. I just want him to be Jake LaMotta. <laughs> I mean, amazing. I don't even care if it's a comedy, if it's a drama, <laughs> if it's a, you know, feel good movie. I just want to see Jake LaMotta. <laughs> From him. We, we, we briefly talked about movies you're watching. You, you grabbed yourself a stack of screeners and all that stuff. And I know that there are some people in this house that are glad you're home because <laughs> there's lots of movies I haven't seen yet. And so I'm just thinking about. Oh, know. yeah, dude. I got like literally I just it's funny. I just, do the, <laughs> I just I just put a rubber band around a whole stack to hand over to you. Triplicate. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> Uh, I put a rubber band around him and threw him in the trash compactor. <laughs> if you know where the trash compactor is, you put them in the shredder. <laughs> I put them in the shredder. In the shredder. I use a hammer. It's more exciting. I got some feedback from some people that watched Spencer recently. And I can't remember if I talked about this on air or not, but we're not big fans of award shows in general. If I'm, if I'm interested in an award shows, it's like, I want to know what the WGA and what the SAG, and the SAG is, you know, given to their peers. Unfortunately, I think SAG kind of, <laughs> and, and some of the peers that are in the, in the voting community that are part of our allowed to vote, 
kind of shit the bed, dude, because I think Kristen Stewart had the flat out best performance male or female last year. Um, I don't know what happened there. What's your take? Oh, you left me. That's why I can hear myself through the headphones. You like walked away. What? What? Oh, there you are. No, I'm still here. I just had <laughs> all of a sudden to, uh, I could all of a sudden I could hear myself because I'm like, oh, he took his headphones off. <laughs> I did take them off because I had to I had to blow my fucking nose, man. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like I've been home like less than a week, and uh, because of all that wind that was fucking going on, and has it still yes. uh, my allergies are fucked up. So, um, you know, uh, for about three hours I was convinced I had COVID today. Fuck it, Omicron. <laughs> But it's, Dude. it's just—it's just my allergies. It fucking my nose is running like a faucet. I can't tell you the last time I did yard work where I was wearing a mask, but the wind had died down enough. There was a there was a tree branch rubbing up against the wall, the outside wall of the bedroom, and shit was keeping me up every fucking night, dude. And so I couldn't get out there doing anything with it because of the positioning of a tree. Like, I, yeah, I had the tools to make it work, but it just wasn't safe to do it. And so funny when the wind died down, it was like when I had the, when I had the guy come out to do the, to walk through, like I told you about on Saturday. And, right. Um, but, and I was like trying to get this done ahead of time. I got done quick enough, but man, it's, <laughs> I slept much better last night. Listening to that fucking gigantic branch scraping against the stucco all night. But yeah, the wind's been bullshit all week, man. Yeah. It's been <sighs> Horrible. I have allergies. You have allergies. But the worst thing is to go to work when you have to wear a mask. And if you're having like, if your histamine is like kicking your balls in, <laughs> you got to wear a mask. You're constantly sniffing. You're taking your mask off to blow your nose. You're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, dude. Everybody thinks. You- yeah, nobody believes that you got allergies anymore. I'm like, have you not seen the fucking wind the last week and a half? Suck my ass. Just say, hey, no, no, you got COVID, man. <laughs> Dude, Joey runs around the house now going nine 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 nine. <laughs> Pretty funny. I was speaking of uh, nine nine nine. He says he goes nine nine nine. It's like the upside down six six six. I'm like, ah uh, yeah. So Studio six six six. It's a Foo Fighters horror movie, man. It's out in like three weeks. I'm super excited for it. I hope it's as good as Disorderlies. <laughs> I'm being serious here. This- Dude, are you talking about the Fat Boys Disorderlies? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yes. Anytime Ralph Bellamy showed up in something I was watching, I didn't care who else was in it. So the fact that he was in it was the best. Now, are the Fat Boys better in this than they were in Crush Groove? Of course they were. This is far more a Three Stooges kind of situation. And it's fine. Did one of those guys die? Uh, two of them. Oh, the two of them, right, right. The yeah. The the, the beep, human beatbox died first. Long time ago, like yeah, and then Prince yeah. Prince Prince Marky D, I think, died like last year, uh, like a few years ago. Yeah, yeah that like, was pretty recent. He's like fifty two. He uh, died because um, he had a radio show on Sirius, I think, one of those old school rap shows, and I think he was on LL. He was a guest star on LL's show all the time. Yeah, man, it's weird. Like I think he died, and then like two weeks later, Shock G from Digital Underground died. It's weird, man. Yeah. So yeah, Buffalo, that's human beatbox. He died December 10th, 1995. Yeah. He was only 28. I mean, Crush Grave was like 10 years old, right? At that point. Yep. That's it. Yep. Wow. Wow. It's crazy. Man. And then, yeah, Prince Marky D passed away almost a year ago, February 18, 2021. 
Yeah. The day before his 53rd birthday. Wild. And he had lost a ton of weight that I thought. Well, they, yeah. I mean, yeah. And he I, wasn't, he was probably the least, he was probably the, the least heavy of the three of them. Well, no, no, no. The other, I uh, think the, the surviving member, he, he turned into a bodybuilder. So he's like, he, and he's been like a personal trainer and stuff for like, no, I meant, I just oh, meant like from yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I did, I did mess up the surviving members of which one went, went the healthy route and everything. Ooh. Oh man. The, 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 the group as a whole was so big and the, they, they did like, they had two crossovers, right? Yeah. No, they had three crossovers. Yeah. They had the Beach Boys one and then they did, they did Chubby Checker, right? Chubby Checker, the twist. Then they did. And uh, then I think they had a song in um, the fourth Elm Street, I think. Yep. One of the Elm Street movies. I forget which one, but yeah. Yes. Uh, fourth one. Yeah. Dream Master. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were awesome, dude. They were like, they didn't just get that crossover thing right. They just had, they were funny guys. They were appealing. They, they, they just had good, the, the charisma for all three of them carried. And I mean, that's how you get cast in a movie like Crush Groove. Oh yeah. You know, you were nobodies and you got put in a movie like that. And uh, yeah, they were, can you look at that movie? I always crack up about the fact that, that Russell Simmons didn't want to play. <laughs> he didn't want to be in the movie. And he's the only one that wasn't playing him. The only one who wasn't in the movie playing himself. He's in the movie, but you know, we all know Blair, Blair Brown, right? Blair Brown, Blair Underwood, excuse me. Blair Underwood. Not Blair Brown. Yeah. Blair, Brown Blair, is, Brown's the, Blair, Con, Blair Brown Con, is Continental Divide. John Belushi. Yes. Blair Brown. How's that for a deep cut? I just saw her. What did I just see her? She I was in French. That's what I, the last. Oh thing. yes, dude. So, yeah, she was. Thank uh, you for bringing it up. Did I tell you I showed Joey the pilot? No, no, I didn't. We just watched the pilot a few days ago, Joey and I, and he loved it. Loved it. And if any of you guys see, I know how much we love Fringe. The pilot is so fucking good. Even Joey said at one point, he goes, Dad, these, these effects are really good for the time. I go, dude, it's not that old. Right. <laughs> the, the show's not that old. 10 years old, man. Come on. <laughs> Dad, these are pretty good for the olden days. <laughs> did you, what did you just say? He, he loved it. So that's that's our next thing we're going to deep dive into. We have to finish up Chuck, and which yeah, is, again, what, I know you, you've been here for you, three years. Did you turn him on to Millennium yet? <laughs> Let me get to this. I think this is a good, this is a good bridge to Millennium. That's what I think. But no, he dug it. I've only, I've, I had two full runs of it through. And um, it's actually on HBO Max right now if anybody wanted to watch it and get into it. And that's what we watched it on. The transfer is really good. I, we, I have the whole set on Blu-ray. So if I could have, I could have gone that route. But, I'm, and, but I used my awesome, the awesome app as uh, Just Watch, which lets you know of any movie and TV streams that are available. This is not going to commercial, but it may as well be. If you don't have it on your phone or your uh, tablet yet, get it. Because what it is when you set up Just Watch, you tell it what streaming services you have and your preferences. And then then it'll, if you look up a movie or a TV show, it'll tell you if it's streaming on any of those things. And if it's not, then right below it'll say where you can get it if, you're, if it's not already readily available. And if it is readily available, like HBO Max, you literally can hit the HBO Max icon right there on that search. And it'll take you right to the episode or the, I mean, TV show or the movie. It's a fucking great app. It's free, but, and it's, I use it all the time. Sometimes I use it just for the sake of making recommendations from people. I don't necessarily always use it for just for myself, for my own viewing pleasures, but fringe. Yes, dude. I'm so glad you brought it up. Cause I would have forgotten to, to, to mention that Joey and I watched it. Uh, well, you know what I was going to bring up like once what we used to do a long time ago on, on, on kickstart when we would recommend things that might be happening. <laughs> Before we just started becoming talking heads. Um, 
but uh, April morning zoo. But uh, April, I think April first, second, and third uh, at the Wiltern. Three nights of uh, the band Jawbreaker. It's been twenty five years since. Dude, Jawbreaker. I had no yeah, idea, dude, dude. Jawbreaker. Here it is. Gets better. So it's the twenty fifth anniversary of Dear You at the Wiltern, right? On Sunday night, the opening band will be Evan Dando and Lemonheads because it is the 30th anniversary of some, what, uh, it's a shame about Ray, the album. Can you believe that? 30 years for that and I 25 can't. years for Dear You. And those two bands will be playing together on stage at the Wiltern on April 3rd here in Los Angeles at the Wiltern Theater. Oh, dude. And the Linda Lindas are playing too. Yeah, totally, man. Dude. There's some LA gorgeousness for you guys right yeah, there. Except for Lemonheads. <laughs> I love Lemonheads, dude. Wow, that, that, dude. That, that Shame About Ray record is probably, I would say it's one of the best indie records of the decade, but I'm going to fucking tag, I'm going to pull that indie bullshit tag and just going to say it's one of the 10 best albums of the 90s, start to finish. Oh, dude, holy crap. I didn't realize. I'm looking at the three dates at the Wiltern. Yep. So you got Best Coast and the, so Linda, the Linda Lindas are there. They're the opening act all three nights, but the in-between is you got Lemonheads on closing night, but opening night is Best Coast and the middle stanza is face-to-face. That's yeah. a Dude, and then, and then the seventh, holy shit. Hey, those of you in Denver, fuck. How's this for a lineup? Jawbreaker with the Descendants face-to-face and Sam I Am opening. I know. At the Fillmore too. That's a great venue too. Oh my God. Well, it's sold out. So if you guys don't have tickets yet- Get on Craigslist. Wow. <laughs> if you don't have tickets yet, the next night is not sold out yet, the 8th. Wow, dude, seriously, I had no idea. Oh, my gosh, this, the opening acts of this tour are bigger, <laughs> as big as anything. Yeah, man. Wow, I, it's, dude. It's crazy. Just, I think, it's, you know, just the fact that COVID has been going on for so long that, like, now that, you know, bands are starting to head out again, it's like, you know, people right. just aren't aware of it because you're not used to it. Because it's like, what? Oh, back in the olden days, when people used to tour, you mean? Olden days, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> the olden days, smart ass. Olden days. <laughs> Ten years ago, when Prince was still alive. Ten years <laughs> ago. Let me tell you. So, Smoking Popes picks up somewhere along the way, middle of June, yep. of April. But then the Lemonheads get back on the tour late in April for Philly and to Boston. Jason, they're out in Boston. Yeah, man. So, oh, man. yeah, so that's happening, nice. you know, and it's, I'm giving you some fair warning. So, you know, it's not, it's not like it's happening yesterday. Like we usually do. <laughs> so by the way, uh, yesterday, in case by you missed way, it. You, you sent me a text. What was it? Saturday? About, about it was, the time. <laughs> hey dude, I know you missed last night, but you got tonight and tomorrow. Oh my God. So I, it's funny. I just mentioned Prince, but the, the, the feature film, the concert feature film, Sign of the Times is, was playing, uh, <laughs> Uh, Friday, Saturday, and but tonight. you know what? They, I, dude, I didn't get the announcement until when I texted it to you. That's like when it showed up. So, hey, it's not my well, fault. Well, dude, it was no, but a, but three and a half weeks ago, it was on the new Beverly. New Beverly posted the stupid ass like calendar. Three, yeah, like I three said, days ago, when he first posted it. Oh, when, when, no, but, when he put up the January thing, and I looked at it. I, I, how did I miss this? And I go, they must not have put it on there. And I went back and looked at the screenshots that they had for you know the double-sided calendar they used to give out all the time but now it's the digital version and there it was like how the fuck did i miss that but because it wasn't on there originally they went back and doctored that shit <laughs> just to fuck with me yeah totally that's why pricks pricks <laughs> uh so yellow jackets i mentioned that fringe i mentioned that bunch of shit that we didn't <laughs> didn't get to see there's something else oh okay just for all right 
those of you that like musicals, and I know there's some of you out there that like musicals and not necessarily cherry pick one, you like them like across the board. I'm late to the game on this, but the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is a hysterically funny, well-crafted show. It's on Netflix. If you if you missed it when it was on CBS, for uh, the entire run of the show, four seasons. First and fourth season are 18 per 13 on the second and third season. That's it. They're, it's super easy to digest. The cast is very, very funny. I don't want to say any more about it. Just say there's a, there's a musical component to it all. And there you go. Oh, I uh, had a great double feature, not this weekend, but the previous weekend of South of Heaven and Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. How's that for a combo? Yay, look at that. <laughs> I was bummed that uh, RLJ didn't give us a little bit more on the disc. I mean... They never do, man. It's kind of their thing. I, I know, but I thought maybe he'd give us something. I mean, whatever. doesn't matter. You'd think he'd at least get a director's commentary. Yeah, but that's something you and I talked about with Aaron before, and sometime in the near future, we will have one just exclusive to the show. Aaron's a, a great conversationalist, and the 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 movie just recently went international in like the last week, right? Like in the last week? Uh, last two weeks, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I know it's, it's it's been a slow crawl across Europe and everything, but it's getting really great response. And when you look at some of the snapshots that he's put on screenshots, he's put up, of, you know, the top five or whatever of, of streamed and rented um, titles. His is right smack in the middle of movies that you're not surprised yet. You see there. So when you see his like, right, see South of Heaven, like second or third or fourth in the top five of big studio movies, that's fucking cool, man. It's nice to see that recognition. I mean, he's got a, definitely got a following in Europe. So it's nice to see that kind of continue. But I didn't realize they had such a delayed international release from because we saw that shit like what october 2nd right wasn't it the premiere yeah man mm -hmm. so but anyway regardless it's out there if you want to in, in in the states if you want to pick up an optical disc and you know physical media it's available and that's what i i picked it up from amazon i i don't think you and i can talk you know praise the movie more it's great to see it at with a crowd but that's if you don't have a choice if you have you know, health reasons or you don't want to go out to the theater totally get that too but check it out. If you if you missed that out on us yammering about it back in October, now it's the physical disc is available and it's worth and it's definitely worth your time. South of Heaven. How was how was how was the Edgar Wright movie? I, I like the movie a lot, but I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm an Edgar Wright apologist because I won't apologize for like no, I, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Fortunately I didn't hear too much about the movie, like from other people. I mean, other than general I liked it or didn't like it or it's great or I mean, I didn't hear any like details I would have affected my appreciation or not not appreciating certain aspects of it. You know what I mean? But one more quick thing before I jump off. I just started watching. I did just start watching something on Netflix. Archive 81. Okay. I haven't watched yet. Everybody I've talked to has really enjoyed it. So. Yep. Yeah. Just started. First episode. Yeah. Cool. Diving into that. There you go. We've got a ton of stuff to listen to. I, I think now that you're back home, I think we'll probably, I don't know, our loose structure, which has been like jello as of late, like you noted, we don't kickstart has been mostly like, like you said, morning zoo kind of thing. What did you do over the weekend? Oh, this is what I did. Right. I think too, is because it has a lot to do with the fact that we haven't had time, like you noted to watch anything with any kind of focus. Uh, again, the same old places with the, with the, uh, with the social media at karate pod for Twitter at karate pod on the Insta. 
You can follow me at Corey underscore Cope on Letterboxd or if you want to support the show on Patreon and get some of that extra goodness with our special guest. And I think too, and I think you and I talked about this a little bit, we got some, you know, one-offs and some production conversations we can start having and you can start sharing soon. Um, and I think that's going to be good to, uh, to throw at the audience because we've teased it for so long. Hopefully we'll get there soon. Yeah, for sure. They'll get some stuff here shortly. Yeah. Anyway, patreon.com slash KITG podcast. Thank you, Patreon supporters for being there. And I, if you're not currently a Patreon supporter, if you go on the, on the, the address I just gave you, you'll see a couple of free posts, um, a public post that I made in regards to what the, what the support of the show means to us. It's something that usually people usually put at the front. Like when you first try to check out a, 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 a Patreon creator, we don't really have anything left there like that. So this is kind of fills in that little spot. Anyway. That's it. I'm yammering because we haven't talked in a while. So it's one of those two first. I can't shut the fuck up, which is most of the time in, you know. Well, hey, but it wouldn't be a show. I, in closing, I'd like to say everyone should, you know, have let's have a watch party. Let's watch Chill Factor. <laughs> speaking of Skeet Ulrich. Speaking of Skeet Ulrich and uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., two guys yes. that don't get enough of these days. Let's watch Chill Factor. <laughs> if you'd like to follow me, you could follow me at... Uh, Tom Cody <laughs> at letterbox.com. <laughs> That's Tom Cody. Or you can find me on Instagram uh, where I was oh, where I've always been at Rock and Roll 33. It's Rock and Roll with an A 33. At Instagram. I'm hungry. I'm dirty. I'm losing my I'm starving, I'm bleeding to death, everything's fine. Yeah, I'm working, making money. I love you.